0: Hey, Buffalo Bills fans! Welcome back to Buffalo Rumblings Q and A. My name is Matt Warren. I'm the editor in chief at Buffalo Rumblings. Com. The Bills put together an impressive 24-21 to 21 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars this past Sunday. And some of your questions that we're going to get to in today's episode are definitely about that. Before we do that, though, I wanted to remind you of our phone number so you can call and leave your questions for us to answer next week. Our phone number is 716-508-0405. And you can follow us on Twitter at Rumblings Q and A with the word AND spelled out. 716-508-0405 for your questions. I wanted to talk a little bit about looking ahead uh, because some folks are starting to figure out that you know, the Bills dropped three draft spots this week with their win over Jacksonville. <clears throat> And they're starting to worry about the top of the 2019 NFL draft. But if the 2018 season is about Josh Allen and the 2019 offseason is about Josh Allen, then what I'm way more worried about down the stretch, and I'll put this into an article on buffalorumblings.com this week, but what I'm most worried about is despite the fact that Buffalo has a ton, a ton, of cap space going into the 2019 off season. So do a lot of other teams with potentially more desirable situations, whether it's bigger Mayfield and a brand new coach in Cleveland or Sam Darnold, with the jets or, or some of the other teams that are at the top of the, of the heap with, with cap space. If I'm a free agent, eyeing up landing spots in the 2019 offseason, I'm looking squarely at the Indianapolis Colts with Frank Reich, who's doing a great job. Uh, as the head coach there, Andrew Luck is the established quarterback there. They've got $123 million of cap space, which is $30 million more than the bills have and $20 million more than the jets have at number two. The bills are going to be competing with other teams for the same players, and they're going to need to show something over the final few weeks of the season to get offensive playmakers to come to Buffalo whether that's at wide receiver or tight end or maybe even running back. Um, And of course, the offensive lineman that they need, because there's not enough for everybody. So over these last few weeks, what the Buffalo Bills really need to do is prove to free agents that Buffalo is trending in the right direction. And I don't mean in some silly momentum thing. I need that Josh Allen is the quarterback of the future. Brian Dable is the offensive coordinator of the future. They have pieces in place that they can compete week in and week out and then get to the playoffs and do damage in the playoffs. That's what the Bills need to do over the last six weeks of the season. Even if they're not in the playoff hunt, even if they get eliminated, they need to prove and put on tape to potential free agents that they're a team heading in the right direction, that those guys are going to want to be a part of. When you look at the players that are going to be taken in the top 10 in 2019, most of those draft picks are going to be defense with maybe a quarterback. You're not going to see players that the Bills have at positions of, of true need, like wide receiver or that tight end spot or that right tackle spot. You're going to see linebackers and defensive tackles and maybe a defensive end. But all of those guys, the Bills already have in place or have already spent capital to put in place. If the Bills fall to the middle of the first round in that 10, 11, 12, 13 range, they're right on the cusp of that now at 9 after their win over Jacksonville. If they fall down into those low teens and 10s and things like that, they'll be in a great position to add pieces to their roster still. And they also will be able to draw free agents to join their team, too. So if you're worried about the Bills playing their way out of a great draft spot, this isn't the right year for it. Hey, Matt, this is Nate from Rochester, New York, and I just wanted to call about LaShawn McCoy. You mentioned Charles Clay and his contract situation on your last episode, but I was wondering if McCoy will be part of the rebuilding process in 2019 or if this is his last season in Buffalo, given his cap hit and age. Thanks, and go Bills. Thanks for the call, Nate. Before I answer his question, I wanted to let you know that Nate hosts his own podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast channel called Circling the Wagons. You can follow him on Twitter at CTWpod. That stands for Circling the Wagons, which is the name of his show on the Buffalo Rumblings channel. If you found our show on your favorite podcast app, we're on the same channel. His show drops Sunday night into Monday morning during the season, and mine drops on Wednesdays. So you should download both of our shows. That brings us to LaShawn McCoy, whose cap hit is $9 million next year. Uh, He's kind of this wild card in the whole conversation. I think if the Bills can can get an asset for him in this offseason, that they should definitely consider trading him. And if they can't get an asset for him, they may think about his outright release. But with the relationship that he has with Josh Allen and his role as a captain on the team, it might be worth keeping him around at $9 million, even if he has lost a step, especially if the bills can kind of revamp their offensive line this coming off season. I think his biggest struggles in 2018 have been related to the offensive line. And, It really shows the limitations of running backs and why running backs are starting starting to become more of a dime a dozen. Nate's question goes along with another question we received this week, and we'll hit that in one second. Hi, Matt. My name is Ian Curtis. I'm currently of Lowell, Massachusetts, formerly of Ontario, New York. My question is about our current stable running backs. Who do you see sticking around for next season? And also, is there any running backs for pursuing free agency or possibly spending a high draft pick on? Thank you so much. Thanks for being a Bills fan in Massachusetts. It can't be easy. We've got a couple of our uh, staff members who are in Massachusetts. Dan Lavoie is in Boston, and uh, Steffi is somewhere in Massachusetts. I can't remember, but uh, they uh, deal with that all the time, so... Props to you for staying a Bills fan in Massachusetts. To answer your question, uh, looking at the current stable of running backs, yeah, there are definitely going to be some guys back next year from the current stable. Marcus Murphy is under contract for $720,000. You can be sure he's going to be in training camp at the very least, and will have a shot to earn his spot back on the team. Chris Ivory, this Bills regime, signed him last offseason to a two-year deal. His cap hit's only $3 million, so I would expect him back on the roster as well, in some way, shape, or form. With the needs that the Bills have at other positions, they can probably afford to bring in another running back at some point in time, either in the later rounds of the draft with 10 draft picks, or as an undrafted free agent, or as a cheap free agent, to kind of round out their stable of running backs. I don't think Taiwan Jones will be back unless... It's purely as a special teams option for Danny Crossman's unit. He was a special teams captain in 2018 before going on injured reserve. So that's not out of the realm of possibility, but I'm not counting on him to be a consistently contributing member of the running back core in 2019. That of course brings us back to McCoy, who we discussed earlier in the episode with a career low yards per carry. His trade value probably isn't going to be great heading into the off season. So They're going to have to keep him on an inflated contract for his leadership ability and his locker room presence, which Brandon Bean typically hasn't done. So we'll see how that all plays itself out as we head into the first parts of the offseason where the Bills are trying to figure out what kind of cap space they're going to take in to 2019. It's not like they don't have the money that they could spend on him. They've got the cap space. It's just a matter of if they want to use it on a 31 year old running back. Thanks again for the question. Before we get to the other questions for today's episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. Welcome back to Rumblings Q&A. I wanted to remind you of how you can call and leave voicemails for us to answer on air. The phone number is 716-508-0405. 716-508-0405. Let's move on to our Twitter questions for today. You can tweet us questions at Rumblings Q&A with the word and spelled out in the middle of that rumblings Q and a uh, Lance asks us, would you guys think the bills would ever trade for Leonard Fournette, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars running back? Who is of course so dangerous against the bills on the ground this past Sunday and then was ejected from the game along with Shaq Lawson for throwing punches and suspended for a game because he actually left his sideline in order to do that. I'm not putting anything past Brandon Bean to answer your question, Lance. Uh, if he sees a way to improve the team, he seems to be willing to make that move. I don't think that Fournette is going to be a target for them anytime soon, but I, I don't think that they would be against that. Uh, Lance goes on to ask if you know, getting the players that outdid them would, would be a good idea. and and i understand the, the thing you know if you can't beat them join them type mentality i just i don't see running back as a huge need for this team uh, right now and they've got a lot of other problems they have to deal with first so thanks for uh, sending in that twitter question at rumblings q and a Thanks for downloading the podcast. Uh, we also want to thank our readers at BuffaloRumblings.com. This one comes from longtime Buffalo Rumblings reader and commenter Botface. Uh, he posted this in the comments section of our last Q&A uh, on the website last week. Uh, just like every one of our podcasts at Buffalo Rumblings, you can find show notes with an embedded copy of uh, this podcast, along with some notes about what we talk about, and then our great comments section uh, underneath as well, where folks can exchange ideas about what we said. And I always hop in the comments as well, so you can uh, go there. But but Botface asks, of all the wide receivers on the roster right now, other than Zay, who comes back next year? And uh, it's interesting that he said other than Zay because I think early on in the season, I think most fans wouldn't have been convinced that he was necessarily going to come back. He had just come off his off season. Incident in a hotel room. He hadn't really been producing on the field, but as the season worn has worn on this year, he has shown over and over again why the Bills are, you know, high on him. He's played ninety-something percent of the snaps the last couple weeks, and you know he's blocking better than any other receiver on the team for sure. Uh, he's you know got solid hands, even if he isn't catching a ton of uh, passes. He just, he's doing everything that the team is asking him to do. He's that kind of Sean McDermott guy in that sense. And, you know, when he at least contributed on the onside kick recovery against the Jaguars. So, again, uh, Botface specifically ruled out Say Jones, uh, saying he was definitely going to be back next year. And, and I think that's pretty cool for a guy that had a really bad offseason. Looking at the rest of the wide receivers moving forward to, Into 2019, Kelvin Benjamin is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Deontay Thompson's an unrestricted free agent. Um, They're both going to be gone. I can't imagine the Bills bringing them back. Uh, A guy that's going to be a restricted, excuse me, an exclusive rights free agent is Isaiah McKenzie. Now, that just means the Bills can offer him an NFL minimum contract, and he has to sign with Buffalo. I would anticipate them doing that. His playing time has gone up as Benjamin's has gone down. And rookie quarterback Josh Allen seems to be trusting him. He's gone to him on a few third down attempts uh, that McKenzie's converted. One was called back due to uh, an offensive line penalty, and the other one he actually converted. And of course, they have been calling his name on end arounds and those kind of speed, quick plays out of the backfield. So I think he's found a niche that the Bills didn't have. Uh, it was a great waiver wire ad by brandon bean who had previously tried to sign him off the denver broncos practice squad earlier in the year before he was elevated to the broncos active roster and chose to stay there understandably overcoming to a brand new system in buffalo but he's really flourished since he's come to buffalo so he's a guy that i would expect to be back next year on an nfl minimum deal robert foster um is um the last guy to to talk about and, and he's kind of come into his own the last couple of weeks too, but they cut him earlier this year as he was trying to develop. He, he was just not catching balls. He was alligator arming everything and the ball was going through his hands, but he's had great catches both from Matt Barkley now and Josh Allen and really shown that he's grown a lot in the two months since the season started. So he's definitely going to be around next year. Uh, Again, as an probably as an exclusive rice free agent, The rest of the guys on the roster are easily replaceable. You have Andre Holmes who's set to make $2 million in 2019. I just don't see a way where he's going to stick around unless it's as a major special teams contributor, which he is. I, I understand that, but that's a lot to pay for a special teams guy. And then Ray Ray McLeod, who obviously they spent a draft pick on last year, but his role was supposed to be as that kind of gadget guy, that speed guy. And he's been usurped by McKenzie. So, I don't anticipate Ray Ray McLeod getting really a whole lot of shot. He's been deactivated uh, as a healthy scratch on on game days. So I I just, I don't see where he fits if the bills add kind of that big play receiver, not on the roster, but at least with the team right now is, is Cam Phillips, an undrafted wide receiver that um, they had signed onto their roster at one point during the season, but then released and, and re-signed him to the practice squad instead. And he's just, not ready yet. Uh, that's why they released him and put him back on the practice squad. So if he can develop, that would be a nice little addition for them. But uh, I'm not holding my breath on that particular one. Thanks for the question, Botface, who's one of our users at BuffaloRumlings.com. If you go to the homepage there and look in the upper right hand corner, you'll see a place where you can sign in and join the conversation over there. Uh, on most places on the internet, you have to avoid the comment section. There's even a, a pretty Remarkable plot point about that in the new Wreck-It Ralph movie I saw this weekend with my family, but it's the exact opposite at our website. The comment section is the best part about our website, I think, and we moderate it pretty heavily to make sure that it stays that way. Uh, We get rid of people that are jerks and swearing and all that other stuff, but... If you're arguing arguments instead of having, you know, put-down contests with with other guys, we would love to have you at buffalorumlinks.com as one of our commenters, like like Botface, who asked our last question here on Buffalo Rumlinks Q and A. That's going to do it for this episode of Rumblings Q and A. Uh, don't forget you can tweet us your questions at rumblings Q and A with the word and spelled out on Twitter. You can call and leave us voicemails at 716-508-0405. That number again is 716-508-0405. Make sure you call and leave questions after the Bills game against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we can talk about that. We can also preview what's coming up ahead, uh, against the New York Jets on December 9th. Uh, give us a call. You can, of course you can keep asking about the off season, but we can also talk about what happened in the, in their most recent game and what's coming up in the next game or even, uh, a little bit further down the line. So give us a call, uh, send us a, a tweet, uh, post in the comments section on Buffalo Uh, Make sure to give us a follow on all of our socials uh, at Buff Rumblings. Uh, I'm at Matt Rich Warren, and then uh, I already gave you the handle for Rumblings Q and A.